That was not 20 minutes, I can tell you that much. That was a little too quick. I told him we'll get together and give Reverend Garza a great Christmas treat early. And we'll each take five minutes and you, you can take 50. <laughs> um, first and foremost, I, I will bypass, I honor everybody in the rightful places, but I'd be remiss if I didn't honor my bishop, first lady, pastora, sister Hannah. I would be lost without them in my life. I know if it wasn't for their hand, their guidance, um, I'd be a mess because I was a mess when I got here. Um, we'll might dabble in that a little bit um, later on. But if we can go, whew, I need a barf bag. Um, if we can go to Revelations chapter 2, verse 1 through 5. I was tearing up the car looking for my uh, stomach medication, <laughs> and it was not there. <laughs> so, Lord help me. Revelation chapter 2, 1 through 5. And Sister Massey kind of dabbled in several things that, that were on my mind. Um, I've been a wreck, so I'm thankful, thankful for her following God and giving me the some confirmation that I desperately needed. All right. Revelation chapter 2, verse 1 through 5. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things saith he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works, and thy labor, and thy patience, and how thou canst not bear them which are evil, and thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not, and has found them liars, and has borne, and has patience, and for my name's sake has labored, and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do, do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. Uh, Bishop? In the name of Jesus, God, let your hand continue to rest upon your female servant as she delivered the counsel of your will. God, I'm asking God that this word, let it fall on good ground. God, let it produce what you purpose in each and every one of us. Let it go forth in power, liberty, demonstration, and manifestation. And God, I take authority over any distraction, any hindrance that would try to uh, hinder your word, God, I take authority and I bind it in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you ahead of time for the word that's going to be engrafted in our spirits. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all can sit down. Thank you for preparing. I think I've said I can't do this probably more times than I did when I was in labor with Lincoln. Uh, but I know I can't do it. It's, it's got to be God because this is, this is not my personality at all. Um, I can't say I have a title or anything like that. Um, if anything, maybe returning to the first works, returning to the first love. Um, a while ago, several months ago, God kind of has started laying this on my heart. Um, as you all know, I love music. And, and so... It kind of, I feel like sometimes a song will pop in my head and then a thought from that song will pop in my head. And, 
and uh, and then it kind of just builds from there. And if you haven't figured out, I love old hymns. I think I've said, said that many times. And so there's an old hymn, just to walk with him means everything to me. Um, and so that kind of, I was just kind of stirring for several months, not, you know, doing anything, just thinking. And tried to study this week. I was in, you know, North Carolina visiting my sister without my kids. I honor my husband for keeping my crazy kids. <laughs> I, I could not do anything without him. He's, he's definitely my rock. Um, I was like, God, you know, I don't have the kids. Like, help me out. Like, this is the time I can study. Try to study on the plane on the ride back. But it's kind of hard to study on the plane when you're giving up half your seat to the person beside you. <laughs> I, we'll just leave that. You can figure out why I was giving up half my seat. Um, but, you know, I got back and last night and kind of just starting to think. And, and um, I was like, you know, God finally started talking to me. And this might sound crazy. But I felt like God was like, you didn't get anything until you were back home under the covering in city where you were placed. Um, that's just a little, I just kind of felt like God had kind of dealt with me about that. So I was up early studying this morning, and I didn't even look at the time. And um, we're, we're going to get there slowly but surely, hopefully. Um, so in these scriptures, I don't want to lose my voice. In these scriptures, uh, if you look, it, they, they're, they're working, they're laboring, they're doing, they can discern who's evil, they can even discern false prophets, and yet at verse 4 it says, you've left your first love, and that just kind of was hitting me. I, I feel like in Pentecost, um, churches in general, I feel like we get very, very caught up um, in doing the works, and the works are important, don't, don't get me wrong, but when you lose the basis of the works... You, you start to think your salvation is in the works. Um, the way I grew up, it was you had to be busy every night. If you weren't busy every night, you weren't doing the work of the Lord. You know, we were, my husband and I, we, every night of the week, we had Wednesday night to our family, and that was it. And yet, in all of that, I didn't have the relationship with God that I have here when we actually have more than one family night. And um, it just, it goes to show that all these works, they're for God, but it gets to where we make it for man. And we think we are our own savior because we do. We're at the church, we're knocking doors, we're running bus ministry, we're doing this, we're doing that. Um, and I just, God kind of laid in my heart to kind of ramble um, about just getting back to the first love you know, so when I first, um, when we first got here, we were hurting. Uh, for lack of a better term, we were a mess. We had been hurt by ministry. We had been disappointed by ministry. I would almost venture to say we were pawns in political wars between different pastors. Um, and man, I got here, I was like, God, I don't even know how I'm going to heal from this. Like, it, it was a mess. Um, and I got here. And those first few services, man, it, it wiped the past, how long have we been here? Four years? 29 years of my life, probably. It healed 29 years of hurt. Um, and so, you know, we first get here, and I'm like, man, this is amazing. This, you know, you're just sobbing. You're so grateful. And in all that, I was like, God, I don't want to ever lose the wonder 
of being here, how you sent us here, what you're doing here, the love that I felt first and foremost for my God, but this church, my bishop, I was like, man, that has always been my prayer. God, I don't ever want to lose the wonder of it all. That that first love, you know, or when you first get in church and and you know you're excited, God's pulled you out of this mess, and then years go by and you forget. And and so I'm just kind of here to urge you tonight, don't forget, or today, don't forget where you came from. Don't get caught up. I don't I don't want to think because I do stuff that I am saved that I am right with God. Um, I don't want to think because Bishop has asked me to speak today that I, that doesn't mean I'm right. I mean, I'm not saying I'm wrong, but you know what I mean? Like it's, I don't want to take my works for God as validation that I am saved. I've got to work daily to renew and fall in love with him again. Oh man, I'm going to be all over the place. Um, and so there's that, you know, not comparing your works and getting caught. I mean, it's important. But at the end of the day, if God strips it all and I sit on a pew, if that's what I need for my walk with God, I am okay. I've got to get to heaven. I can't, can't rely on myself for that. And so there's kind of that side of the story um, or the concept, right, not, not getting caught up in the works. But then, so in all this, I was thinking of first love, right, and thinking of, of marriage and, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, and all that fun stuff. And uh, there was this guy when I was 16 years old that uh, was real slick, was real slick. And, and we were talking and texting. We weren't even dating at that point. We were just friends. And um, I had joked. I was like, hey, you know, he was going to go work out. I was like, don't, don't hurt yourself, you know, thinking about me and falling on the treadmill. And the response was, well, what if I hurt myself by not thinking about you? <laughs> and Trey knows the whole background of this guy. He's lived it for 38 years. Um, and so, you know, it was the what if I, it was very, you know, that infatuation stage and, and oh, well, I'm hurting myself by not thinking of you. And that little line has cost him 17 years and three children. <laughs> but, um, but marriage takes work. And, you know, you you hear it when you're young, and, and you're in fact you're just you're like, oh no, I'll never fall out of love. I'm in, you know, all that great stuff. But at the end of the day, you have to work for a marriage to work. You have to put in the effort. And love, love is love, and love is an emotion. But true love, there is work that goes into it. Um, and so, in thinking about all that, I am um, a statistic popped into my mind, really random, but. There was a statistic I'd heard, and I Googled it, and so it was up to 80% of marriages that have suffered the loss of a child end in divorce. And that got me thinking, you know, in marriage and in loving marriages, you see the fruit, right? The fruit is the love you see, the, the home you've built, the children you've had. But when your marriage is centered around the fruit that it's produced and not the actual marriage and love itself, then that's where you have issues. So my husband has always been very clear if the kids don't like it, but they're like, my wife comes first. Girls, boys, boy, singular. I love you, but like your mom comes first. And so it's kind of like that with our walk with God is we can't center, you know, the fruits are good and they're necessary, but if we center our walk with God and our salvation around those fruits and not with the heart of the matter, our marriage, there's several 
you know, terms in the Bible where it refers to us being betrothed to God and all that. And so that's the foundation of our walk with God. Um, we can't get caught up. And again, I'm not saying doing stuff is bad, but we can't get caught up in that. Um, and I feel like a lot of, we've gotten that way. I was, I heard a lot of talk while I was out of town and they're doing this, they're doing that, they're doing this conference, they're doing that. And I came home and I was like, man, babe, I'm thankful for my bishop who does not get caught up. I heard so much political talk about like this, that people that didn't even want to get to go to the conference, but because of politics and the looks they go and it, it just, man, it makes me think it's, they're caught up in the works. They're caught up in presenting themselves as one thing, but at the foundation of it all, do they have a walk with God? And so I'm going to, sorry, I'm kind of tall. I should have got sticky notes. So going, I wanted to point out one last thing. In Revelations 2, where are we at? Verse 3, it says, And has borne and has patience, and for my name's sake has labored and not fainted. And then it goes on, nevertheless. And so looking at that, for my name's sake, the Bible quiz army was like, what New Testament cross-reference do you hear that term? And um, if you go over to Matthew 7, there's a verse that uh, Bishop has pointed out many, many times. But I did not write that verse down. Um, it's verse 21, 22, and 23. And y'all don't have to turn there. I'm just going to read it briefly. But not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. And so I, I'd, I'd like to I'm not argue in a way, but pre- present the concept that you can have all these works, you can do all these things in his name. You can have a title. You can do this and that. But at the heart of it, you do not have a walk with God and a love for God and a love for his word. If in the beginning was the word and it was God, so if we're in love with God, we have to be in love with his word. And so it go, the two verses combined Revelation and Matthew, if you do not have the foundation of a walk and the love with God, then you're not going to be saved. And that sounds harsh, but I just, the more I see with churches and people, I'm like, people are going to be caught off guard on, on judgment day. And it breaks my heart, but it also makes me thankful for a bishop that teaches us and guides us how to love, not to love a man, not to worship, but how to have a love for God, to get into his word. I have never gotten into the Bible like I've been taught here. I've, I don't even see it. Like, I'm not going to lie. I, I attended a, a service there. And it was like one verse and then just talking. And it was nice, whatever. But I'm like, man, thank God for a bishop and a church that loves God, that loves his word, that has a hunger. And so... I just want to kind of encourage you guys tonight, if you've gotten caught up 
or you feel like, like Bishop had even said this morning, like if you feel like you've kind of had the victory and kind of taken a couple steps back, fall in love with him again. Find that first love. When you first got in church and you were pulled out of muck and mire, or you were raised in church, but you were hurt like me, and, and you're finally finding God, and then the years go and you kind of wear down. The victory gets lost. Or as Prophetess had mentioned, promises. You can abort your own promises, but if you fall back in love with where it began, you can't go wrong. And so that's kind of all I got for you. Just let's fall in love more and more with God. I'm thankful to be taught how to fall in love with him, not to fall in love with works. Um, a man actually close to me had, had actually said the statement, I, I wasted my ministry and my life building another man's kingdom. And this man, very close to me, you can probably put two and two together, um, he did. Every night of the week, to a degree, there were some issues with the children. And, and every night of the week, poured into the ministry, poured into the ministry, poured into the ministry. Thought he was doing what was right. But he was in love with the pastor. And he was in love with the ministry. And not the God of that pastor, the God of that ministry. So we've, we've, we've got to do more than just service level. It's got to go beyond the infatuation stage. It's got to take work. You've got to put in the effort. You can't get comfortable. We can't afford to get comfortable. You look at this world, and it's, it's messed up. I'm like, God, come quickly before my children grow up, please. So we, we just can't afford to fall out of love with him. No matter what happens, no matter how hard it gets, no matter persecution, life happens. There's times you don't feel like it. Lord knows, I know what that feels like. But God, if I can just fall in love with you, if I can push, no matter how uncomfortable, no matter how much I'm hurting, the foundation, love, marriages, you're going to have hurt. There's going to be times where you bicker. There's going to be times where it gets hard. But if you put in the work and communicate with your spouse, you got to communicate with God. You've got to pray. You've got to read your word. Um, you just, you got to go deeper and fall in love with him. And that's my prayer tonight, that I fall in love with him more and more.